Welcome to episode 45 of Echo Screen, a podcast. I don't like that our uh, our catchphrase is a podcast on the internet. Why did I do that to us? I mean, <laughs> listen, we, it, it's, you said it was it's, our catchphrase. Uh, it's technically true. I yeah, mean, well, I mean, of I think I said it as like a really bad joke, but then like all bad jokes, it became like I said it sarcastically, but then it became like a thing I just say now. I don't know. It's so mean, let's change it. Okay, so our new uh, catchphrase will be voted on for uh, for um, the future. Anyway, my name is Blaze. With me this week, what? Wait, you're gonna what? leave it to a vote? Like, yeah, vote a vote of our all of our listeners. They can just you know finally after all these years, which it's been less than. Are a you year, gonna so. have them like come up with the catchphrase or? Sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think you're giving right. them way too much freedom. Like the, we don't have to use it. We're just you well, know. I mean, the next there. time we this comes on, he might be like, "Welcome to Echo Screen, pee pee poo poo butthole," and then like, yeah. So uh, that was. I Rob. mean, you don't have to air <laughs> what my catchphrase is going to be. So to reiterate, my name is Blaze. With me this week is Aaron. Me. That's me. Rob. Rob, Bert, Robert. Why did we go on? Okay, that was him. <laughs> um, and uh, previously known as something else, back with us as his internet alias, Doctor Alias. You really want me to put Doctor Alias, or do you mean just Doctor D? Is that the is second that what you want? one. It, it, it's okay, Doctor Dalius. That, yes. that's not what the D stands for. Doctor yeah. Dalius for <laughs> that is not his account names. Uh, are Dr. D at most places. So go check and that it, out. And the D stands for? Dastardly. Like, okay. Like Dick Dastardly. Okay. What is that? What is he from? Like originally? He's from, he's wa- from, he's uh, from Wacky Races. Yeah. Okay. So from someone in this century, what is that? <laughs> Wacky Raceland is the Hanna-Barbera cartoon that uh, it starred a lot of different characters but the most Did say wacky of... raceland no racky, Did I? it's racky waste <laughs> holy racky? shit it's wacky this races a, it's wacky races. Yeah. yeah okay i thought it was racky rob said raceland no it's it's races <laughs> not raceland i thought it was like there was like a you know what i'm thinking of there's a comic called wacky wasteland that's like a mad max version of wacky races so oh, i God. thought it was I think that's funny. So like post-apocalyptic Scooby-Doo. I guess it, it was like well, it was released in that same post-apocalyptic initiative. Scooby-Doo Mario Kart. Because Wacky <laughs> Races is a lot. It's like Mario Kart in a lot of ways. You know what? Before we started recording the podcast, and now that we we're recording the podcast, I never thought we'd get here. Just, <laughs> just so you guys. This know. This is what happens but, when you have me here. Just to get this this show back on rails if possible at yeah. all. Um, Are there rails? Are there rails? Let's let's start off with our old classic, a quick news segment. And uh, in this past week, today we're recording oh on March thirty first. Um, and as the internet memes are going, it's Mario's execution day. So uh, by the time <laughs> this podcast goes up, Mario will have been executed and uh, no longer mm-hmm. Who be Nintendo's him, mascot. Though? Nintendo. Oh, okay. Nintendo. How yeah. did this yeah. start? I, I'm okay, so the the games. Uh, so last year was uh, Naruto. What Naruto? Who's what? Mario. <laughs> 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 he 
Sorry. Naruto. You've been mixing up Naruto with Mario. Super Super Naruto. Yeah. So so Mario's uh, 35th anniversary was last year, and Nintendo came out with this, like, I don't know, collection for like uh, what was mm-hmm. it 64 sunshine, sunshine and, like, and, I and galaxy one yeah and one. they put it on and not two <laughs> yeah oh i don't yeah it's just don't it's just mind-boggling but anyway they put this collection out as like uh 3d all-stars collection and it was only available for a limited time it came out in like september october don't really remember but it came out there's a physical that would be around till like in print run till march 31st 2021 which is today as a recording and there also would only be available digitally until the same day even though it's digital and it could just be up forever so and like Mm. the whole like thing about it is that nintendo is like really cagey when they're talking about why the limited time availability Uh, and it's just mostly because they want people to buy it because it feels limited even though it's not so mm-hmm. you know yeah so it's yeah, just classic. a dumb thing and then the internet has been like memeing on nintendo because it's really easy when they make it so like easy for for people mm-hmm. so, so um, do, you th- do you think that they're actually going to do anything with it like do you think they're going to acknowledge it at all oh i mean they're going to delist it like they plan to they're not going to say that haha we think the jokes are uh in bad taste or they're funny about mario being executed uh, they're never gonna con like talk about that yeah it's just this like image of like nintendo direct going on like going around on the internet and it just says like tune in for mario's execution of march uh, 31st i it's saw really... an animation of sonic shooting mario <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah, if Mario's not around, then Sonic wins all the Olympic games by default. Yeah, I guess oh Sonic, yeah. this is all Sonic's uh, galaxy brain like game plan to take Mario he com- down. He comes in in a yellow costume and he says, "It was me, Mario." Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> they they um I'm, they actually made the the um I got it. the amusement park just to uh, just to bury Wait, his body. Wait, I got in. it. I got it. Sonic comes in with a yellow suit and he says, "It was me, Mario. I was the one who gave Bowser the super the super crown, so he turned into Bowser, and so you would <laughs> to Bowser. It was all me." All right, I'm editing that. Out. <laughs> no, you better, okay. that's gold. That is we're past gold. five minutes. That is gold. I know, <laughs> but I don't like it. <laughs> Do you think the opening ceremony for uh, Mario vs Sonic at the Olympic Games is right? They like. Like, you know how all the countries uh, walk out yeah. on the real Olympics? Yeah. Would it just be, like, Team Mario, Team Sonic? <laughs> Those are the only countries represented. What, what if each character represents a country? I don't no. know. I've never played any of those games, so I could not. I'm, I can't I'm pretty sure you. that's how it works, because I played so, the first one. Wait a minute. So, which countries are represented by who? Um, It just depends on, on the player, because, like... I play from I played it from the U.S. So whichever character I picked represents the U.S. And then, so Sonic was competing for the U.S. Yeah, Sonic was competing. No, it was Shadow. It was definitely Shadow. <laughs> Didn't Shadow like work for the U.S. government, or was he like fighting against the U.S. government? What's the plot of that game? 
Anthony? Of Shadow the Hedgehog or Yeah, what's what is the basic plot? Don't go into like Sonic lore. I don't need any of that. Just like answer the yes or no of was Shadow working with or Shadow against doesn't work the US for government. the government until Sonic 06. Okay, so that's just oh, way okay. way too gonzo. Like I don't even want to even ask why. <laughs> Well, All right. it's it's answered I, in Shadow no. the Hedgehog. If you really, it's a pretty simple answer. Oh. Is it really? Yeah. When did Shadow the Hedgehog come out? Two thousand five. So a year before '06. Yeah. So like, That's, what happens is what? after you beat the game and you do like an extra hard mission, there's a voice clip of the president, um, talking to Shadow, about his training for working for Gun, and there you go. That's it. Wait. What? Gun? Does the president have like a picture of Sonic the Hedgehog on his desk. He has a picture and Shadow. He has a picture of Sonic and Shadow posing together near the White House together, and it's Shadow the Hedgehog. Yeah, after they saved the world it, from Lizard. I, I think it's not. I don't even think it's from that. It's not from that because Shadow dies in Sonic Adventure Two. It's from. It's probably from Heroes. Spoilers for Shadow the Hedgehog. Um, Wait, Shadow's dead. From after Adventure Two, yeah, he dies. Shadow is in any game after Adventure Two. Shadow is just a figment of Anthony's imagination. <laughs> I think. I, I wish I was a figment of my own imagination. So wow. Well. So speaking of uh, figments of our imagination, you know, I thought it, this would be one of those, but it's not. Kingdom Hearts has finally come out on PC. I can't it wait did. for the mods, baby. Yeah, I'm actually really interested to see what people do with uh, kingdom hearts like yeah. i've already seen some pretty something... crazy stuff okay is it is it explicit is no, it like not really is it cool it was cool so okay what are the cool things you've seen i've seen somebody make like bosses playable like xemnas and um and captain hook and mm, Sephiroth. really yeah that's pretty cool like, uh captain hook is kind of bu- it's kind of fucked though because he has a one of his commands is summoning heartless so instead of summoning heartless he just summons clones of himself Xemnas <laughs> um, nice. has really weird tracking <laughs> so like not all of his attacks are gonna lock on properly yeah but you know, is it is it like the multicolored coat Xemnas or is it the black like it's the, black it's the hooded Xemnas from Final Mix from the first oh, game? Oh, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, so it's like it like these are these are characters that are playable in like the first game or okay. mods. Um, KH two yeah. modding scene was already pretty crazy before it yeah. came to PC because like I've seen stuff like a. Uh, an Aqua mod, a Vanitas mod, um, a Riku and Kyrie mod, and there are several Roxas mods. Some each of each of them have their own drive forms too, which is really neat. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I wonder how easy it'll just be to you know get that into the PC version. I doubt it will be easy at all. But will you be, be buying them on PC? Is the question. Yeah. Oh, you will. I mean, I think I will. They just put them. Uh, they just put the the games out like literally yesterday. Yeah. And they were offering a twenty percent discount on all of them, which they were like all full retail. Um, so it was like forty seven ninety nine instead of this like fifty nine ninety nine, which like is still like each, or is it just like collectively? 
No. Uh, so it was each one okay. was forty seven ninety nine, and besides the one point five and two point five collection, which was fifty. So that is on sale for like forty right now. Um, it's like really strange because you can buy the entire series on PS4 with the DLC um, for like twenty bucks on any given week. So it's like, why would I go spend two hundred dollars or more to buy them all on PC? That doesn't make any sense to me right now. Like, I even though like twenty percent off, which they were letting you pre-order them for full price, and that's really what the news story is—not that really that they're out, but more that they were they're going to be offering partial refunds for that twenty percent if people pre-order them, which is going to be a huge. It's exclusive Epic Game Store right now, and uh, I mean it's Kingdom Hearts. It's going to be huge for like everyone. I think everyone has an opinion about kingdom hearts in some form or fashion and, and having is the whole definitely gonna share it to you whether or not you asked or not. yeah <laughs> yeah so i mean it's nice i really i've actually been itching to play through kingdom hearts again i don't necessarily think i'm going to go like weirdly enough i was like which one do i want to play and thinking about it deeply i was like i think i actually just want to play three again which is weird really when i when i first played three i wasn't like super keen on it and since i've played three again like i think i played it like a year and a half maybe two years ago mm-hmm. at this point and when i played it again i was like playing i was like grinding through it i wasn't necessarily like playing it for um fun if that makes any sense mm-hmm. so you're just trying to get uh, the new keyblades yeah it was definitely around the time where remind came out which so it was like beginning 2020 so I guess it's over. It's been over a year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I really wanted, I really wanted that stuff so I could play the game like the way I wanted to. I guess with the keyblades I wanted, mm-hmm. which they made it pretty easy to do that. But I think I might like actually give it a fair shake and do some like more weird stuff mm-hmm. with the game. But I don't necessarily think I want. Like I'm like I could spend forty eight dollars to buy it on my PC. But like the only difference would be I'm playing it. Um, like, I guess I would, it would have better load times cause I have an SSD, but mm-hmm. probably about it. It's funny honestly. you mentioned KH3 because I do recall the, the initial reception to it was very mixed and I was kind of in the camp of the game is good, but it's definitely like, I don't see myself it had really issues. playing it again. Well, it's just, it's more of like... It was way too easy, and I don't see myself playing it again. And then uh, that update came out, and I realized, you know what? This game is actually really fucking fun. Yeah, once once they changed, like, they modified the combat to make it feel a little bit more like KH2. Mm -hmm. Like, it was, like, a few minor tweaks and abilities that just changed it up so significantly. Yep. Yeah, I was just really impressed. Like, Remind was it's... definitely made for me. Yeah. I mean, the whole, like, super boss philosophy for Kingdom Hearts especially... Oh, yeah. Um, ...is just, like, they're meant to be hard for hardness sake. Oh, yeah. And that's fine. It's not for me, personally, but that's fine. Yeah, that's... I think it's cool that the series has that 
kind of thing? Well, I, I mean, I don't know, like, for, for me, like, all the super bosses, like, I think the appeal is not only that they're really hard, but some of them have, like, an air of mystery to them and, like, vagueness. Mm-hmm. So, like, that, yeah. the, the, the Kingdom Hearts convoluted vagueness for the super bosses really works. Like, I don't care what anybody says, like, Lingering Will from oh, Final man. Mix. When you discover so, that. It's so metal. It's so fucking and metal. And when... When you when you discover that and then you're like you're left in this like y- like years long of cliffhanger of like who is this character what yeah, is their deal like you're thinking, what, and we this is the coolest thing ever now and we have like all we have is a mysterious like like trailer yep. that's like a minute long and we have this boss fight that's impossibly hard in a lot of ways and, and it's then like, you're and it's you're just left like with, this quiet suit of armor with like no context yeah. at all. Yeah. For real, it's just, and you're left. It's great, and you're just left with, was that Roxas, at the <laughs> end of that trailer? Yeah, yeah it's like weird because yeah. that's like Roxas with other Keyblade. What the heck? See, it's funny you say that because I was in VR chat, and I think there, like, there was like a room that was like the stained glass thing of Ro- uh, not Roxas of Ventus and Vanitas, and. Mm-hmm. So many people were asking me, "Oh, is that Roxas?" And like, explain, explain why, who, who is this dude in the black suit and his relation to Roxas? I'm like, oh god damn it! Why is that dude in the black suit? I, I assume if it's the same glass, he has his helmet off. It's like, why does yeah, he look like Sora? He, oh my god! Like, it's, yeah. it's always why like, does that guy look like Sora? Why is that guy Roxas? Or why, why does he look like Roxas? What, what, is that Dark Sora? And I'm like, not necessarily. And like, yeah, it's like uh, I don't know if you have. Uh, two hours to hear about the lore. Well, the thing Hearts, is, yeah. is it's like, it's like, and I know a lot of it. Well, most of the time, it's like as a ga- as like a gag for some yeah. friends of mine. But for I, I, people really need to stop doing this thing where it's like, hey, explain like a like seventeen years worth of lore of me, and you better make sure it's like digestible. And it's like, For real? I, I mean, I'm doing my best, but like, if you really want to know that bad, just play a Kingdom Hearts game. Like, they're not like if I was not a particularly smart kid when I went to school. I wasn't. Mm. I was. I was a dumb little, little mm-hmm. ten year old or nine year old. But if my ass can get Kingdom Hearts two just fine, then I think you can too. Yeah, it's not like I think people who. Um, coming to the series late, I mean, Kingdom Hearts 3 isn't very, uh, user, like, isn't very no. like, good at, Newcomer I mean, there's, family. like, some lore videos that you can watch that's under an hour that, like, are built into the game. There's, like, these files that give you su- basic summaries of, like, up till, like, Kingdom Hearts 3. Mm-hmm. But there's, like, a lot of, like, KH3 weirdness, like, in and of itself, that, um, a lot of the other games are kind of, like, besides 1 and 2... Most of them are pretty independent. Like, Birth by Sleep, you can go in. You don't really need to know anything about anything because it's just, like, its own mm-hmm. individual thing. Like, it fits into a bigger... Like, there's more context there, but it's not, like... You don't really need any of that if, if I'm... Like, personally, but... Well, it's just, like, honestly, again, people... It's the same thing that happened, like, when Kingdom Hearts 2 came out where people made the mistake of oh i can just play the numbered games and all those other games i they they can fuck off i don't really have to play them those are just like extension games and 
Well, when Kingdom Hearts 2 came out, there was only Kingdom Hearts 1, and then Chain, Chain of, of Memories, Memories, which was a which is a Game Boy Advance game. Yeah. No one expected that to be anything. No. Like and I mean, I don't blame anyone no. for for that at all, but which is fair. Now, yeah. But now but which when like a year later when the final mix version of Kingdom Hearts 2 came out in Japan, mm-hmm. it was packaged with Re-Chain of Memories, which is the full PS2 remake mm-hmm. of. And that came out in the States in 2007. So at that point, it was like, you kind of need this. It's like, it's important to the overall like story. And they they were communicating that, I think. Yeah. And they made it available the same place the first two games were. So, like the first two numbered titles were. I don't know. There's, like, arguments on both sides. Yeah. It is, at the end of the day, overly complicated. You should not have to buy, like, a Game Boy Advance, a PSP. They, I'm glad they never made a Vita yeah. game, honestly. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just tough. And they skipped, other than the, the remasters, they skipped the uh, PS3 generation for a new game completely. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, or and a Nintendo DS to add another console to that whole list. Anyway, Kingdom Hearts has a huge legacy to it, and it's a reflection of Final Fantasy, which was created by uh, Hironobu Sakaguchi, who runs the uh, he's the founder of Mistwalker Corporation, which uh, is making the game Fantasian, which I believe we've talked about previously on the podcast, um, and. That segue was pretty smooth, but I I kind of eh. kind of had to ruin it because uh, we're talking about uh, more remasters and or like games that have uh, have were made by Miss Walker that ha- are like good, but they haven't gone anywhere or done anything. Mm-hmm. Some of those games are Blue Dragon, The Last Story, and Lost Odyssey. Have any of you guys played any of those games? Lost Odyssey, I remember coming out, but I never played it. I think yeah. I have it on Steam. I don't think so. Lost Odyssey, I'm pretty I think sure. Of a different game. I'm pretty sure Blue Dragon and Lost Odyssey are Xbox 360 exclusives, and The Last Story is a Wii exclusive. I oh, yeah, going... I'm thinking of a different game. Yeah, I remember going to a friend's house and seeing it. I never played it myself. Mm-hmm. I've purchased in my in my time. I've purchased Blue Dragon and Lost Odyssey. I never made it very far in either of them. I remember watching the Blue Dragon anime on Toonami. Yeah, I watched a couple of episodes of that. It was like different from the game lore, yeah. which I didn't really understand why yeah. at the time. So it was just like I can't just get. The game I remember thinking the I think her name was Zola. I remember thinking Zola was a babe. That's all I got. I think oh. I remember seeing the cover art for Lost Odyssey like in a GameStop or something, and I thought it was like a uh, Dynasty Warriors game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I'm, I'm looking at it right now. It really has that, like an aesthetic that looks like that. Honestly, that game is really like um, cerebral. I guess. Really? I, I, I You know, I've heard about it. I've heard it's very good. But yeah, yeah. I really wish it was out for more things. But the point I'm trying to make here and last the last story, I think I don't even I guess it was localized, 
but it was such a small print run that GameStop was like, a, like people were complaining on the internet, and it was alleged like their allegations here were that GameStop was opening the copies of the last story because they were going for so much on private, so they would make them pre-owned. So the retails for for fifty, I believe at the time, but it was like selling used copies or whatever were selling for like. 80 to 100 dollars so they would just like open new (laughs) copies put a pre-owned sticker on them and and try and sell them for that like outrageous price same with um that's what the allegations are i'm not saying they actually did that um and it was also true or they the same was uh said of the original xenoblade chronicles which came out on the wii which was really hard to get as well Mm -hmm. they would later remaster that for three new 3ds and again remaster it for nintendo switch so yeah i really was interested in the last story which i don't think was doing anything new but it was like a final fantasy game by sakaguchi and like that is like something significant you know Hmm. so uh yeah i tried with blue dragon it didn't really click for me and then lost odyssey the same way it was just like I don't know. Maybe I just didn't give enough of a fair shot. But I do remember the advertising campaign for Lost Odyssey. They used, um, I believe, this uh, the song "White Rabbit" by Jefferson Airplane, or at least that mm. version of it. And it was like a really interesting uh, trailer. Like based based on, well, I guess it was a commercial. Based on that commercial, I was like, I need to go buy that game, and I bought that game, and it just. Uh, you know didn't grab me but i would love modern remasters for more things mm-hmm. like, even if i've known people a- who have said that lost odyssey is like one of the biggest influences like on their lives <laughs> as wow. far as like a creative perspective and uh oh my. like just in media huh. i've heard that a couple times um dang but yeah now mr walker just makes ios games so well, i guess so Feels i mean bad. It, the Fantasian, which has a really interesting aesthetic, they like they make dioramas and then like take high res photos of those and like have the character run around on them. It's really reminiscent of the old like CG background that mm-hmm. they would that they would make for the old like the PlayStation Two era Final Fantasy games. So I mean, like some of the screenshots that have come out for Fantasian look literally like Final Fantasy Nine, and that's just amazing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, Fantasian Part One comes out on iOS sometime soon, ish, and then there's gonna be a Part Two update or whatever, which will come out whenever. Don't know, but maybe that'll get ported somewhere else. But who knows? I I know that Miss Ma- Mist Walker wouldn't want to do it themselves, at least because. The whole point we're talking about is they don't want to remaster or remake anything they've already done. They kind of just want to make like take that energy and make new stuff, which is super disappointing because people want to play your games, guys, uh, your old games. But, I mean, hey, it didn't say that they weren't willing to have someone else do it. So there's still uh, some glimmer of hope, I guess, we're trying to be positive. Never give up hope. But there are some times when uh, a company gives up hope on their own things. And that would lead us into the story about PlayStation, oh, Sony. 
is closing the PlayStation Store on PS3, Vita, and PSP this summer. Mm. That's kind of a huge bummer. Uh, apparently, some players won't be able to access stuff as of July 2nd and or August 27th. And they're just completely gone. So, so, does that include stuff we've already purchased through that? I'm... Like- I believe you can still play that your downloaded games. I don't believe you can re-download them. Yeah. Though, like yeah. there just won't be a store or like a server for that store anymore. Wow. It's including games and video content. Yep. That, uh, Damn, bro. That's a that's a bummer. I for real. I need to go in now and see what. I can get it like a madman and see how much... I guess it's it's a dead platform at that point. (laughs) It's just like not even worth it. I mean, yeah, and then that's... I I believe we talked about this a little last week, Um, but yeah, hopefully they start porting those uh, PS3 games over to... Yeah, that one's going to be tough. Because uh, PlayStation 3 is notably like one of the hardest, if not the hardest system to design for ever. Really? Um, because of its architecture, yeah. Damn, They'd use this like really unique cell, um, cell processor architecture that was supposed to be revolutionary, but because it was so hard to develop for and so like specifically unique for the PlayStation 3, it never caught on to any other... like no one like used the technology elsewhere like just beyond video games at all so it just became dead in the water it was just too niche and sony with the ps4 went to like normal architecture Mm -hmm. um for for everything and like again with the ps5 so they i mean that's why like that's one of the reasons why like the original playstation 3 was so expensive when it first came out Mm -hmm. Yeah. You'll want to get a second job for this, guys. Haha. <laughs> yeah, it's always a bummer when you hear companies are just like closing down their their stuff. And I I mean, their user bases are like got to be so 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 tiny at this point, but it's still like people have them. They want to use them. So, yes, yeah, tough. I I mean like the Vita is got the shortest end of the stick of all of these. Oh yeah, for so. sure. Yeah, that's real tough. And that's it for the news that I care to cover this week. So we'll jump into what we've been doing. Um, I still played more Animal Crossing, and it nice. was still cathartic. I had no interest in time traveling, which I discussed last week, which is good because uh. It makes it makes me less like I don't know like less grindy, which I think I just described last week, so I don't really have to go into it. Um, what what else? I played Final Fantasy VII Remake. My sister uh, was visiting, and she had not seen. I think she was like watching a playthrough online, and she stopped. She all she said, and this is not a spoiler. This is very out of context. She said. Yeah, Aerith turned into, like, a ghost or something. And so I had to take that phrase and decode what part of the game that was. 
And so, um, <laughs> yeah, for for those who don't know, I'll just it was chapter around a chapter eleven where Aerith did not become a ghost in any context whatsoever, but there uh, happened to be ghost type enemies there. That's as far yeah. as I'll go into that. I mean, the game's been out for basically a year, so but mm-hmm. that's nowhere near a, like a spoiler at all. But that's like it was really funny how many layers I had to go through to get to that point. <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess you had to be there. You, you had to bring out the blackboard to, like, just kind of circle back and, like, figure out, like... Okay. I, yeah, I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> it was like, it's like the slow motion thinking se- uh, sequences in movies where, like, everything slows down. And he's like, what? What could that possibly mean? What <laughs> yeah. is she talking about? This? Yeah. I was just like... But no, that couldn't be it. Yeah, I was just like, this. that doesn't make any sense. We have to go back to the beginning. Where was she last night? Oh, wait. Yeah, I'm glad there's a chapter select in the New Game Plus on that, because I did not want... I knew <laughs> it was, like, somewhere in the middle of that game, and I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was fun. Uh, I got through that chapter, and I was just like, man, there are, like, a lot of creative things in this game, but also, man, now that we have consoles that can just load in almost instantaneously walking through all these like hallways that they designed like and these like tight corners to like Mm -hmm. as you like shimmy through them it's just like man this sucks like this is gonna suck in in replayability because you don't need these anymore i feel like the one that i was like the most annoyed by was um it's the i don't want to say it's a village i guess it's a village Oh, uh, when you have to go to like the Moogle Club. Thing. Oh, that one around the corner. That yeah. was so. It's in Sector Five. Yeah. I know exactly mm-hmm. what you're talking about. Yeah, that one is strangely long, like yeah. to go through. Because there's this whole back section. Yeah. Like it's a whole like. Yeah, it's tough. Anyway, that was uh interesting. I'm looking forward to when that like. PS5 update comes out, but also I need a. Uh, a PS5, so haha. But yeah, we'll see. I, I mean, I think I discussed if I would go back and play Final Fantasy VII Remake again, and honestly, playing that one level, I don't really like. I don't know if I necessarily want to. At least not like yet. Really? Uh, like I'm, I'll maybe wait till like June when that if if I get a PS5, and or um, when the DLC comes out, because there's no real reason right now even if i did have a ps5 and the update like the like playstation 5 like visual update and performance update came out i don't think i'd play until the dlc came out just because there's no real incentive to play then stop and then start again i don't know that's how i personally feel about it that's all i've played has anyone else uh played anything or have any more thoughts on that we don't play video games Oh. I only, play, only you do. I only play video games oh. when I got people over. I mean, I did have a friend of mine uh, who used to came by from LA, and uh, just a whole high school buddy of mine, and we played some NFL Street. How old is that game? It is from two thousand and four, like, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> it is pretty wow. fucking old. Seven oh years? And, no, not seventeen years. Seven. It's, <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Well, what the. F- but, like, I had to work Rob's a time traveler. <laughs> like, I, I gotta say, man, like 
I really did forget like how busted Michael Vick was in a lot of his video game uh, appearances. Cause good lord, you cannot stop him when he has the ball. It's not what you want out of a football player. I mean, yeah, no. Soccer. I mean, if you're if you're playing as the Falcons, then yeah, no. Nah, like you're you're just like yeah. Oh, I don't have any. Great. This is this is. Wonderful. I have about zero knowledge of sports, so. Mostly going over my head. Well, that, you know, the only person who would know what I'm talking about is Aaron. Well. Yeah. <laughs> well, Michael Vick got arrested. He did get yeah. arrested many years ago. Really ago. hard. Many years ago. <laughs> For Damn. something really disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Is he still in jail? No. No. Okay. He's not in jail. Dude, okay. before they tore down the... um. The old Falcon Stadium before they got like the Mercedes Benz Stadium, like Michael Vick showed up. The one that they built wrong. Yeah, like that though. They showed up. <laughs> Michael Vick showed up for like the halftime show before they tore it down, and the crowd yeah. erupted. Like, it was it was it was fucking awesome. All right, so has anyone played a game that is not from um, almost two decades ago? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, not me. Okay. I can um, only say one, but then the other one is like from thirty years ago or forty. What forty years ago? What are you Magic Gathering? Is that what you're talking about? That's not forty yeah. years old. That came out in the nineties. Okay, so thirty years ago. <laughs> yeah, here wow. you go, asshole. Big fucking. Yeah, difference. actually I think it is almost thirty years old, if not thirty years old. Bitch. <laughs> I think it's like slightly older than I am, so Damn. Damn, dude, you're old. All right, so, okay, who wants to go first? Magic the Gathering or Persona 5 Royale? Both are long and arduous. Uh, Aaron, if you'd like to go, uh, that'd be very I mean, I don't know what there's to talk about. I just started learning how to play, like, two days ago. Uh, On Tabletop Simulator. Oh, they have that? Yeah, you. Huh. they have literally every card available, and you just import them and That's play so strange. whatever you want. That's cool. Yeah. It is cool. Uh, of course, like, none of it. It's, like, automated. It's just, like, playing a, oh, a regular yeah. tabletop card game. Because we, yeah. we did play uh, Magic the Gathering Arena as well. Yeah. Um, but that is the exact opposite situation where, like, yeah, everything's automated and it's, like, a game. But, like, also you have to pay real money to get anything good. Yeah, for real. And go through a bunch of tutorials, which is super annoying. Um, you have to like do challenges for each of the colors uh, to fully unlock the uh, standard decks for each of the colors it's just fucking annoying That's um, yeah so I mean I'll play that game more I just have to spend money on it <laughs> did you, Take did you have, when you played it what did what's your like you had never played it before or correct like, Magic Gathering in general you just hadn't correct you have, what like so you've dipped your toes in. Do you have like a color preference or whatever? What do you think? What is it? Is it? Yeah, it's black. Oh. All right. Oh, okay, good. I'm glad because I was gonna say uh, I didn't want to say that because you know I don't want to stereotype you or whatever. But also like <laughs> I thought blue because that's also. No, 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 no. Okay, cool. Oh, well, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, Sweet. I think. Uh, because we just go on Ari is teaching me how to play who's been on yeah. this show before um, we just go she has like a website where she looks at like a 
meta decks and just a bunch of different decks for whatever different mm-hmm. game mode. Um, and we just like import them into a tabletop simulator and play a couple of rounds. Um, oh, that's pretty rad. Yeah. There's one deck that I really liked. I forget what it was. I think it was black, white, red. Um, but essentially it revolved around trying to make my health as low as possible to make uh, my cards stronger, which was super fun to play. It's like a Dark Knight. Yeah. That's essentially. Cool. Uh. Um, yeah. It's super fun. I'm liking it a lot. There's a lot of different mechanics that you had to figure out and a lot of yeah. crazy fucking cards yeah no oh yeah with almost 30 years of magic there is uh just so like thousands and thousands of cards just ridiculous mm-hmm. yeah i i used to play magic about uh wow i guess it's been it'll be 10 years since i first started magic maybe wow and so uh, I've, I haven't played like really all that much in the last like five ish mm-hmm. years but I mean, you could it. play like uh what is it um commanders like four players right yeah it's a two it, you can yeah you can play two-headed giant which is four players what they call it and then commander which is uh edh or elder dragon highlander is what mm-hmm. it's all the other name is called which i pretty much if i play magic i will exclusively play uh that because i just don't have it's just so the games are so fast and you don't get to really play with like a lot of card variants yeah um that is true 60 cards or standard or whatever it's just like do combo win yeah exactly the games are like 15 20 minutes maybe even shorter like when you play four player commander those games can go on for hours and you know Mm -hmm. sometimes that like is frustrating if you're not really doing a lot but it's also just like the dumb politics game that you can play with your <laughs> yeah. friends and that's always just really fun yeah um, that does sound fun you should ask uh ari when you get the chance if um if uh she's interested in doing like highlander with um plane chase cards which those add like a another like set of rules on top like i don't know if if you've been explained the planeswalker thing yet yeah i have we've okay, played so- with a couple i think like Okay. In general, it's like hit or miss depending on which planeswalker it is. She got a fucking what is his name, Tafari. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. In a deck that we were playing, it was just like a random one. And she like she pulled it and she was like, "Oh, I didn't know this card was in this deck." <laughs> <laughs> and then she played it and then she won the game because that fucking card uh, sucks ass. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of broken cards. Uh, yeah. So planeswalkers do this thing where they walk to different planes. And so they release like these like it's called plane chase because they're different planes of existence in Ma- Magic the Gathering. Mm-hmm. Like so when you go and you you basically you as a player are considered like a planeswalker and you're using yeah. like your deck of spells as your deck. And so using plane chase cards, you'll basically planeswalk to a new plane, so it'll have like different field effects that are like positives mm-hmm. and minuses that happened at different like uh, interchange it like and like you roll uh, like a plane chase die to determine whether or not you like planeswalk or whatever um mm-hmm. on your turn or not mm-hmm. yeah it's pretty interesting <coughs> i really like playing that way bless, bless you. Thank you but That's it also fun. adds like a million hours to the game and can yeah. just like totally ruin your day <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i'd be down for that 
yeah. I like the longer games because, like, man, I was drawing so fucking shit last night when we were just playing. Like, uh, <laughs> I was playing this one deck. It was colorless, uh, and it uh, focused on like uh, I forget exactly what it was. It, like, you were trying to build artifacts uh, as much as possible, but I literally drew like two lands the whole time oh no <laughs> it sucked ass yeah and then there's there's another one that was uh focused on like auras and uh mm-hmm. equipments yeah and again i drew like two lands and i like couldn't use any of them and no it was a uh, it was i literally had a full hand of enchantments and the two creatures that i drew and played uh already just had like cards that would take them or destroy them oh. so i was like oh <laughs> great I can't do anything. Yeah, no, it's always tough to get stalled out like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah anyway. it's like I feel like every time like I play something, uh, there's just a counter for it, and then I like <laughs> don't draw anything else after that oh. to like save myself. Oh, yeah. When you when you get into like deck building, craft or whatever, let me know, and I'll. I'm mm-hmm. not really. I'm not really a deck builder. I I like. I have my play style and like i'll play my commander deck in that way but hmm. um when you get to like a feel for your like your own unique style let me know and i'll i'll jump in and play a few games i have very different probably like i've played ari as well and her play style is very different from how i play so hmm. i mean i think if you guys just want to play on tabletops here it's pretty fun uh yeah just like trying out because it's like yeah already knows like the cards or whatever uh but both of us are picking like random decks essentially mm-hmm. that we like haven't played before um so yeah it's fun and uh i think she was talking about this uh script that she can import in a tabletop simulator that uh emulates um packs so like oh wow so it would be draft. like yeah exactly like the draft wow. where you everybody unboxes and uh That's picks cool. packs and builds decks so yeah can emulate cool. that wow awesome yeah it's been fun it's Sweet. a lot of shit uh well, i also played risk of rain 2 new update came out i've been playing it a lot but uh yeah new update came out with a new character bandit he's like a he looks like cad bane from star wars <laughs> <laughs> except with a robot face instead of an alien face huh. yeah he has a shotgun and uh turns invisible and you can backstab people and uh his like ultimate ability or whatever is like a revolver and if you kill an enemy with it it resets all your cooldowns so it's a lot of uh potential for chaining combos super fun i <laughs> i played a, a three and a half hour single run i wasn't playing bandit but i was playing multi but yeah for three and a half hours i didn't die and i just kept going (laughs) i think i got to like essentially the end game before i was like yeah it's six in the morning i should go to bed and just beat the final (laughs) boss so i did it's fun there you go well yeah maybe i'll stream it next time who knows that'd be cool all right it would be wouldn't it rob Video game? Oh, okay. 
here's here's where I'm gonna say something I didn't think I was going to be saying. I'm kind of I'm kind of digging Persona Five so far. Yes. Yeah. Finally. Uh, it, <laughs> oh no! Not gonna lie, Rob. I knew this was the case because uh, over the last few days I've been like watching stuff, but like being on my PS4 passively, and I'm like, who's online? And um, I'm not gonna out your uh, whatever your P- PSN name or whatever, but I was like, who the heck is that guy on my <laughs> friends list? Just playing Persona Five, and then like I, I it was like day one, day two, I was like, is that? Is that Rob? There they are again playing Persona <laughs> Five. I went. I was like early afternoon. It was like it was maybe even like eleven a.m. or something ridiculous. And I like I'm just like on. I'm watching Big O, which I'll talk about later. And then like like hours, like I'll stop. I'll turn off my PS4. I'll do other things during the day. Come back. It was like nine o'clock at night. Something ridiculous. Go back on. Still the same guy playing Persona Five Royale. I'm like Rob loves this game or he hates this game <laughs> like, like, i'm either playing it like god damn boy did yeah. you make me play this and the answer yeah, and then, is a little <laughs> bit of both uh yeah no. the, the next day after i was like oh that's totally rob playing that's awesome and the next i was like i'm surprised i haven't heard anything about it and as soon as i said that the next morning i had like four screenshots from the game and you being like man is this like different from like it was in the base game or something? And I was just like, yeah, it's a good eye, dude. <laughs> All right, you yeah. can talk about it. I mean, like, it's probably things you've heard about the games a thousand times before. Um, it, uh, as far as critiques, um, I I feel like it it takes its time uh, to get going, which you know is admirable um i feel like it's it's a very freeing game also while being very constrictive if that makes sense like it's no i totally get that once like if you're in the eight plus hours of tutorial it just does not let go of you until after that and it's like have fun now you know everything goodbye yeah um and but aside from those like um, I feel like it's a wonderfully quirky yet um, very kind of smart in the direction it goes uh, with kind of addressing issues and it's very they know how to really get you to root for these guys and uh, yeah yeah and I realized it's it's Power Rangers basically it's uh it's uh kids from all different parts of a school life coming together to fight crime and so oh wait until you get to the power rangers part oh damn when they get their mech and they're able to uh fight the giant no i mean like literally the power ranger the power rangers come in you'll see Oh, oh man i can't wait man oh is oh i think i know what you mean is gonna happen okay i see because all the different masks and like they're all different kinds of heroes and all that. So. No, I'm like literally like red, blue, <laughs> pink, green. <laughs> they're in there. I'm looking forward to it, man. Uh, uh, but uh, yeah, actually, this morning I 
I thought there was only going to be th- three of the Phantom Thieves, uh, not counting um, Morgana. And then I I stopped for a second because usually when I play it, I just kind of skip through like everything in the opening and I just say, boom, load game, load game, save file, go, get into the game. Uh, but this time I decided to just look around at the screen and I was like, okay, so you got Skull and then you got uh, Anne and then you've got... Panther? <laughs> Is that her name? That's her. That's uh, her uh, code name. Oh, I forgot. Okay, Sorry. I, yeah. Uh, so Panther Skull, um, Joker, um, Morgana, Morgana. What um, do they call? They Wait. call her Mona. It's, Mona. Yeah. yeah. Mona. And um, then, oh yeah, this is one thing. I hate Fox so far. Yeah, um, you, you scared? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I hate I felt the him. same way, Rob. I felt the same way. Like <laughs> I have I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't think I would like Yusuke. Like he I warmed up to a little bit yeah. in, during Persona 5, like 5 proper, but it really took till Persona 5 Strikers for for me to like actually like him at yeah. all, like straight up. So no worries yeah. on that front. Yeah, I uh I I have a feeling he's a character that grows uh but like uh when he came in and he landed in front of us and he became like sort of part of the party in the beginning i was like oh no he's joining the party isn't he and (laughs) and then he got the he was like oh i should have known you've been playing me this whole time and he falls to the ground i was like no yeah (laughs) and then yeah but uh, I have a feeling, yeah, hopefully he's going to grow on me. Um, but anyway, the point is, uh, I saw the opening screen, and I saw there are hun- not hundreds, but like a lot more silhouettes than I thought. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah so, you're, uh, scra- you're just scratching the surface, honestly. Yeah. And how many new characters did they add in? with this like uh totally they uh, in royale they only had two confidants uh, okay which were um yeah so okay um and from someone who's played the base game i haven't completed royale at all but it felt pretty seamless like i did not i just i was like oh i guess this is just new content but it didn't feel like it was out of place i guess yeah but i do agree with you that some things felt like Oh, this is very topical to write, like, now. Yeah. With well, this, were... like, specific reference. Yeah, there was, um, there's the cleaning day, uh, segment, and they have the counselor, like, do the salt, uh, chef, uh, meme, uh, <laughs> during, while well, he's, like, making soup, and it was like, oh, I guess this is a new one. <laughs> yeah, 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 for real. So. But uh, yeah, that was uh, that was like the one point I was like, oh okay, that makes sense. And then I was like, oh yeah, and Anne, uh, not Anne, uh, Kasumi has uh, only uh, like kind of speaking bits at some parts of it. So I was like, oh maybe that's a new character. Um, yeah. Yep. So yeah, um, I've rambled a lot. Uh, I've enjoyed. Uh, taking screenshots of every single time my name comes in because um for all of you listening i have uh named 
my version of Joker, Donnie Cates, um, a claim. Very funny. Yeah, and I named the team uh, of the fa- Phantom Thieves the Paybacks, which is the name hmm. of his uh, his version of the Guardians of the Galaxy, basically, that he made. Um, like, the concept of the comic was uh, it's a world where heroes have to pay for, like, their uh, stuff for their lairs. So if you get behind, you either have to return the stuff, pay the feet back, or you can work for this team of repo men. And uh, you get into crazy, wacky adventures in it. It's called The Paybacks. Pretty good book. Um, he. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty fun. They are now in crossover, and like, like Donny Cates, like when they come in, they're like, "It's the Paybacks." You remember the Paybacks? <laughs> and so it, I was like, "Ah, oh, you bastard! You're just gonna reference <laughs> all your old shit here." Of but, course. Yeah, but uh, they do bring in another licensed character, um, but uh, I mean the of course the last issue ended with Valifax being brought in. Uh, oh, cool! That's yeah. rad. And the cover of this week's one was uh, very reminiscent of uh, God Country. But anyway, uh, that was a small comic bit too. Boom! Two notes in one point. Awesome. Nice. Anyway. <laughs> I'm on a okay. roll. Uh, so so anyway. we'll give we'll we'll give Rob a break so Thanks. he can um, he can rest. Himself. Yeah. Aaron, uh, let's talk about Wonder Egg Priority, which Do we, we have thought. To? Yeah, I really want to because uh, I was seeing the conversation you were having. Uh, the conversation which, I was having with myself. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, uh, you you basically like posted this thing from one of the the people that works on the show about how the Mm -hmm. like okay so on friday we do anime night and one of our anime that we watch is wonder egg priority and it was episode 11 this past week and we watched Mm -hmm. it and we were like man that's kind of troubling like i don't know how they're gonna wrap all this up in the next like the episode (laughs) the next episode is the last episode there's only 12 episodes for the show this was episode 11 how are they gonna wrap everything up and i don't think they have enough time to to make our woes that we feel that w- the show was so good and then it just immediately got derailed to be not great in my opinion <laughs> yeah um, I agree. and like very few like a few very glaring issues that are just so like why did this have to be in this at all mm-hmm. but anyway uh we we're like man episode 11 like 12 is gonna do have to do a ton a ton <laughs> of work to do to finish this off and so Aaron posts this like this yeah Twitter. so I, I was uh, scrolling through Twitter and um, Wonder Red Priority comes out on Wednesdays uh, mm-hmm. here so I like see some people like talking about it on my feed not like in the middle of the week um, but yeah yesterday like I was scrolling through and somebody was talking about how uh, they like we're excited for the next episode but they're upset that the real last episode is gonna be in june and i was like okay what the fuck does that mean so i looked it up and apparently uh it was like a it was some reddit thread talking about uh what the fuck has been going on with the show because if you haven't been keeping up with it uh or if you have started watching it um you 
might have seen episode eight, which is a recap episode of a 12 episode show, <laughs> which uh, I remember when we were doing anime night, uh, when that episode released, like we got to that episode and we were like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, like, like, like it took us like a couple minutes because we were like, is this just a recap episode? Like, are they like, it, it can't be a recap episode. It says episode eight, not like 7.5 recap. Like, yeah. It was literally episode eight. So we were all confused by that, and we just ended up skipping it, because, like, well, you don't fucking need to remember. Like, this shit has been going on uh, without missing a beat. Um, so, yeah, I was looking at this Reddit thread, and apparently that wasn't supposed to be episode eight, I think. Apparently one of the uh, people who works on the production, uh, they were asked, like how many episodes are left um and they replied saying that there are actually two episodes left but they can't air that real final episode because you know they don't have the time slot for it right oh wow yeah so like technically there are 13 episodes total um including the recap (laughs) without the recap it would have been the original 12 but since episode 12 uh, is now episode 13 and episode 11 is now 12. That means they like they don't have that extra 13th episode planned for air date um, until June apparently. I don't know where that came from, but like it's coming out much later than they are actually anticipating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, ridiculous. there's just like this weird... I don't know, scheduling problem with it. I don't know if it was like they didn't have enough time for production, so they uh, thought that they would put the recap episode in to give them more time to finish other episodes, but then it's like at the end of the day they couldn't, they can't air the last episode. So right now the previous episode that released was what, episode 10, <laughs> like technically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the next episode will be episode 11 technically and that'll be the last episode that's airing for a while so it'll just end on a cliffhanger i assume until we can finally see the last episode but i was saying like i don't know if i will care to watch the last episode by the time yeah. it releases same i've been, like, I don't like know. every week it's just been like another disappointment like yeah, there was like for some real. weird like after the I think there was one episode after the uh i think it was like episode nine or something i was like kind of hopeful i was like maybe they can turn this around then episode 10 oh well, yeah that's because they like didn't talk about any of the stupid shit that they've been fucking yeah. shoving down our throats yeah then episode like 10 and 11 happened so i guess this is actually nine and ten and i'm just like correct it was correct. two weeks in a row and i was just like oh, no thanks like i'm <laughs> really i'm good like this sucks so much yeah especially after really like oh man yeah i know was bad <laughs> yeah and so <laughs> like oh my god yeah like and like, based it's based what? on how, what you guys have said in the past about this like it it must have been pretty rough yeah yeah it's just like <laughs> i don't even understand it like how it's can like, you have something so good and just be like and I'll put this yeah. other shit in there. It's just, <laughs> like, like, really strange, weird yeah. stuff. And it's, like, it's okay because it's, like, they're not a real person or something. Or, like, these are bad people, which makes them more complex. And so It's, like, of, okay, these you know, bad people are doing bad things. But we're going to, uh, 
put as much work into uh, over sexualizing teenagers as we can because like you know that too these people are doing bad things so like it's not supposed to be good but we're making we're putting as much effort as we can to make it look good because you know we want to portray it properly not because we're fucking weirdos and want to draw teenagers like really fucking (laughs) disgustingly that's definitely not the reason yeah that's fucking lie yeah yeah, no, it sucks. And so Maybe it's just uh, I guess I for... haven't seen it, but I, I mean, so I got I guess I gotta wait till I see it. But I mean, maybe the, I mean there could be like just it, it could just be I like a really extreme way of just making a point. Uh, I think that um... no, it's they want to make it seem like they're making a point, but it's yeah. the like hey, yeah, we're just making a point so we can draw teenagers very sexually and uh, fantasize about having relationships with teenagers when we're 30 years old kind of yeah. thing it's like yeah, yeah nice no. fucking try dude I mean, it, I mean, it's not great so. I, I think that Aaron and I specifically feel like really strongly about this thing yeah. and I doubt that it is as uh, which this is a bad thing I personally feel I doubt it's as big of a deal to a lot of other people but I think that's part of the problem why this yeah like, exactly. Is in there. <laughs> so uh, we feel very passionately about why it's bad. So uh, and that it sucks because of that. So yeah. I mean, I guess I'll just uh, have to see it and then come to my own yeah. conclusion. I agree. I think that would probably be. I mean, if you if you're curious about watching it, we you know what how we feel about it. But I think that it's probably best if you you take your own like don't take our conclusions as uh as is what you how you feel about it watch it for yourself yeah. at the end of the day that's what you should do with mostly everything so you can have your own opinion on it yeah. um yeah it sucks i I, yeah. I guess we'll watch this next one but it will probably be we'll probably forget about wonder egg after uh <laughs> after this yeah. episode and never finish it most likely yeah which is its own thing uh yeah something that is good and that i liked a lot was the episode two of falcon winter soldier yeah yeah um rob you saw that right yeah and anthony you don't care at all don't give a fuck okay damn so let's talk about it um i guess those will be spoilers for falcon winter soldier which uh spoilers it was awesome (laughs) (laughs) true true i mean well they open up in a very like interesting way that I didn't think they were going to do. I'm not sure if that's the same with you guys. How 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 do you mean? Well, basically trying to humanize uh what's his name? Uh John Walker. Like I thought well, they have been doing a good job of just kind of making you care for the villains a little bit more and more as things go on. You get occasional cases where it's like uh, Agatha Harkness. You, you get basically that oh she's just evil, um, but um, what do you call it with this? Yeah, he's like, I, I I see what, see what you mean. They tried to make us feel like because at the end they they play him up to be like yeah this this uh, this guy that we're supposed to hate. Then they open up with. But actually, he's just another guy. He like he's just like uh, a nice guy who's just doing his job. He wants to be the best Captain America he can for like the American people. Blah blah blah. Yeah. He was just put into this position. But then 
the episode suit goes on and yeah. you're like oh actually no he is um an opportunistic person who yeah. is cal- more calculated than we were led to believe um, yeah. and that is great by Very the end good. of it like the mask is co- kind of like shattered by uh yeah what does bucky say he like says like this is all really serious to you, isn't it? Or, like, he says something like that, and it, like, you see, like, on his face, like, he just basically is like, what the fuck did you just say? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to remember what it was, but anyway, I'm talking too much. Why are you talking too much? We, we're we we're all here to talk. <laughs> well, yeah, um, I just, I ramble sometimes with this stuff. That's okay. So, what is the basic plot of this episode, uh... Falcon and Winter Soldier do a mission. They get um, basically bodied by the uh, what are they called? Flag Smashers. The flag Smashers. Uh, get bodied by them. We're introduced to the Flag Smasher uh, characters, who, from what it seems, aren't the villains we've been led to believe this whole time. Um, and they finally name dropped the Power Broker. Yep. Um, and which i mean they hinted at in the end credits of the first episode but they like straight up were just like the power brokers after you yeah i'm su- um, i'm surprised that and like isaiah bradley came in really sooner than i thought it would yeah which i mean i think that it had to yeah because um they i assume that they are related to each other in a lot of ways yeah um i don't even know what the context of the comic lore is so yeah. But, um, but I I feel like it the, like the more they learn about the power broker, I guess is the more open that Isaiah will be willing to, like be with, um, like because he pretty much was like get out of my house. Yeah. Um, and, uh, what's his name? Isaiah. Bradley. Bradley. Okay, so Isaiah Bradley was like the original Captain America basically a form of understanding but he's yeah. black so they wrote him out of history is yeah. like classic uh which the way that they're discussing um race in the show is pretty like good i would say for yeah. like especially for an mcu show which usually steers clear of what can seem as political and divisive stuff like they could not do that like or this story in a mo- like in a movie they just wouldn't have enough time or delicacy, I think, um, or to be as delicate. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So like a TV show works, I think, um, better for that. Yeah, it was a pretty strong episode. You see how Sam and uh, Bucky are so different from each other. Like, but they're so similar. Like they're coming at the same issue from totally different perspectives, and they have such a. Uh, like you can see that like the odd couple like put together how they really just don't want to deal with each other but it's not that they don't want to deal with each other it's that they don't want to deal with their own problems and they like are projecting <laughs> onto each other true so, and literally they have like a, there's a therapist in between them in this episode um but you can tell that they're like they work so well like their chemistry together is um, incredible like yeah it's uh it's pretty great to watch them on like uh, like together so yeah. uh, i'm excited to see as their relationship develops because 
this show this episode sets it up so like it was at a boiling and breaking point of like we do this job we finish this job we never see each other again like that's what like it seems like like oh it's been done before and then they're going to be friends at the end of it but we don't know that like it could like it could end that way they could never learn their lesson uh or like come together at the end but they're going to work together because they still have this like concept of steve and what they owe him individually so yeah that's really great and i'm excited to see more so any other thoughts on it i mean i really like that uh lord of the rings stroke that they made yes (laughs) yes that was very funny yeah the writing is super funny yeah it was really good i i noticed there were like a few people that were like um actually uh he was in a limited supply of the hobbit so uh it'd be very hard to get that so i don't i was like shut the fuck up (laughs) (laughs) i mean he only was literally in the war and traveled like to uh europe (laughs) but the people who are like i'm actually about that are the same people who are like Oh, well, in Stranger Things, the fact that that guy was listening to the Smiths uh, doesn't really make any sense. Like, (laughs) shut up. Like, just absolutely, like, it's not supposed to be one for one. It's just, if you laughed, then they did the job. Like, just, just like, let it go. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That is great. Okay. All right. Things from, uh, from two decades ago. Well, uh... Okay, so here's a long, a bit of a, like a lengthy story. Uh, I was uh, I was on this site called Buy.ly, I think it was called, or Buy.ly, whatever it's called. Anyways, there's Japanese like auction site like umbrella that lets you go to like Japanese Mercari, and so you can get things that people are selling and have them shipped internationally through like a uh, proxy service or whatever. I've been looking for the uh, main character from Big O. His name is Roger Smith. His the Figma of this character for like oh, years, yeah. and it's like out of print. And so I was like, I I was looking on there, and there was there was only one listing for like, uh, I think it was like ninety ninety five dollars, whatever. It was a mint sealed in box. It had even like the oh, shit like the film like like tissue paper that they put over the boxes when they like come out of uh like the bigger box with them just like straight up and i was like i will buy that (laughs) like i will get that that sounds awesome so i finally able to like get one hasn't shipped yet or whatever but um yeah i'm like super excited to get that and so um i was like man i've never finished big o and so I bought the Blu-ray. So I was like, okay, uh, let's let's go through this. And so I did not know that Big O had two seasons. I did not know that um, Big O stopped animation. Like, it, the, it was canceled after the first season, and then it was, like, like, a few years later, it came back for the second season to finish it out. I did not know any of this going in. I had only seen like a handful of episodes on Toonami back in the day, or I guess it was Adult Swim. I don't really remember. It was on. I Toonami guess it had to. Or... It was on. I think it was Toonami. on both, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was Toonami first, and then Adult Swim. Uh, yeah, because like Adult Swim had like this it. 
Hey, it also had like this block of like the, the of like mm-hmm. anime on at midnight because like they had like Yu Yu Hakusho and like Gundam and shit. Yeah, yeah, they're just like rerun stuff that they would yeah. play on Toonami. Yeah, basically, there's like like Big O for the most part isn't bloody or gory or anything, and it doesn't has limited cursing, and it's mostly in the second season, which I don't think ever aired, um, on in like the U.S. or whatever. Anyway. I watched the first season of Big O, and I was like, man, that's cool. And it's also, like, straight up, like, Batman the Animated Series. Like, in a lot of ways, it's Batman the Animated Series, but oh, it, he had a giant robot. Yeah, I, I watched a bit of it with him, and it was, like, it was staggering how many times we were like, that's a totally Batman thing. Like... Like, if Roger Smith just straight up looks like Bruce Wayne, acts yes. like Bruce Wayne, everything, he literally has, like, a grappling hook, like, all this stuff, like, if, and his butler, Norman, literally is just Alfred, like, just, there's no question yeah. about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember. Um, <laughs> if, if there was no uh, Robin and Batman and, and Bruce Wayne literally just didn't have an alter ego, and he was just, like, it would just be Roger Smith is Batman like all the time robin would be his his robot like his android maid dorothy who is amazing uh yeah. she is she is like so, like weirdly enough all this show which is like it's from 99 it, like mm-hmm. i see so much stuff from it like 2b and uh like our dorothy had the same like like personality she's an android she's like um very matter of fact about things she i don't know it's a weird thing to be is heavy our dorothy is heavy like all these parallels very strange um yeah i don't know i really liked it i thought it was incredible then i finished season one and then there's season two and season two it like so it's like a few years later it's like 2002 when it came out and the animation is like early 2000s animation instead of like late 90s animation if that makes yeah any sense like you can tell like the difference like you can you can see how different it looks but it's like trying to keep the same aesthetic style and uh it's for the most part i think it's not like it just kind of like looks um i don't say better but it's different it's it looks like it's um it was just like produced differently yeah um I wouldn't say it's bad um, in any stretch. The story kind of just like goes at 90 million miles per hour, but also just glosses over a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, the way that I, so I would say that it's way, way stronger of a show um, in the first 13 episodes. And I really liked it, not necessarily for like the overall story of it all, but the, like the aesthetic value and the way like the text of the show like the things that are being said and what the characters are doing is like okay like it's fine but the subtext of the show is like super rich like fully loaded in every way like the way the like shots are framed like like the stuff in the background the transitions that they have it's like from a just like a creator's perspective like as like I'm, I do comics and stuff, and like seeing what they're doing and how they're like effectively communicating the narrative that way, it's just really rewarding. So I would really recommend it in that sensibility. So yeah, 
Big O. Uh, he uh, he's a giant robot. The Big O. That's uh, it, or never really figure out. It's never really put into plain text of like why there are giant robots and what the city like does. Do it's they, just like what I was just gonna say. Do they ever in the show explain what Big O means? Because me and him had to like Google what Big O actually meant. <laughs> What, were you not the one that told me it meant big order? Yeah, it means big order, but like in the context of the show, do they ever say Never they never say anything other than big O. Wow. And then uh this is not really like it can't be a spoiler. They're just the names of the robots. Also they um like it's been out for twenty years, so uh there are two other bigs, one like which are different from the other like giant robots that are in the show. Um there's big duo which has like it can fly as propeller arms it's the red big and then there's the white big which is big foul um and he has like he has these sick like like cuffs on his hands that spin like like turbines and they can like drill through stuff oh yeah i remember that yeah that i i'd never seen that before and i was like that's really smart like that's so cool so yeah that's awesome then he has these stupid little tendrils that come off and they're like laser beams or whatever. And then all of a sudden, like, Big O will have this, like, super secret power, which he'll use one time. Like, one time he gets this, like, shield barrier that he gets to use. And, like, that's cool. He only used that literally once in the whole show. Then there's another time where he'll make this giant, like, beam cannon that just eviscerates everything. It's like the final battle never use it again obviously never no one had any knowledge that he had this power in the first place like how come how come you have this and i guess the whole show is about roger being like the true pilot of like big o or whatever but it also is never explained so that's frustrating maybe the manga has something in there that isn't there but who knows anyway i really like big o um I guess, like, I, I immediately went and watched, like, the long Toonami bumper um, about it, and it was just was so, it was instant, instant nostalgia. It I was just, so like, classy. blown away. Yeah. <sighs> and then YouTube just kept recommending me uh, Toonami bumpers, and I was just like, God, what have I done so to now, my algorithm? <laughs> so now you, now you, you just have them it. playing all the time. Like, I would if I had like a fourth monitor that was like just like one of those GameStop monitors in my house. Just crank it up, put the t- tsunami bumpers in a loop, and just feel like I was like in peak like late '90s, early 2000s. Listen, if you oh. do that, I think that's that's the future when we start our Kingdom Hearts themed cafe, and um, <laughs> like we just play the uh, Melody of Memories theme just like on a loop. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure Disney and Square would have uh, something to say about that. Yeah, oh, we'll call they, it. They they will definitely yeah. have some cease and desist letters. What do you mean? It's just going to be called the Twilight Town Cafe. Like, there's Aww. no. As there's genius nothing. as that is, it's not going to happen. <laughs> um, that sounds great, Rob. Um, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I can't wait to get sued. Yeah, let's do it, guys. All right. <laughs> We have covered everything except for... No, please, God. Just say it's over. 
it's, Invincible. Uh, Rob, Rob, and Anthony wanted to talk about Invincible. I haven't seen any of it, but you guys have seen the first three episodes, apparently. Yeah, yeah I mean. Have. So uh, context for someone who doesn't know me, I don't know. What is this, and why should <laughs> I care? Uh, Anthony, do you want to do it, or should I? I don't care. Uh, well, uh, Invincible is the adaptation of uh, one of Robert Kirkman's like longest longest running comics, aside from walking dead um it's uh basically it's sky high but rated r um uh except it doesn't go in the places that that immediately makes your minds link linger to it's essentially uh what if superman grew old had a kid and the kid now gets powers but what if superman had an ulterior motive to being on earth and what if that ulterior mode starts to show when his son is starting to develop powers and i won't go further into that because i i feel like even that's a spoiler for something that happens in it but yeah they already made that it's called up up and away <laughs> oh no <laughs> when did up up and away come out though <laughs> Like, I don't know, it's a Disney Channel original movie, so, uh, like, it could have uh, been the, it probably was the early 2000s. Because Invincible came out in, like, 2003. Okay, so, roughly, it probably is around the same time. I feel like Up, Up, and Away is pre-Kingdom Hearts, though. Probably. So. Yeah. And 2002 is when Kingdom Hearts came out. Also, Kingdom Hearts, uh, to bring it all the way back to the beginning of the podcast, has celebrated its uh, 19th anniversary or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Uh, this past week, so yeah. But anyway, yeah, that sounds cool. I mean, I'm always into like weird Superman stuff. Like, I know that it's like Superman but evil isn't like the whole like biggest like brain yeah. idea that every writer has that thinks it's like it's big brain. But I remember before. reading. Um, I remember reading um, Superman Red Sun, which. Mm sucks the ending sucks so hard but yeah you know the majority of it is really good and i know who it's written by yeah but uh did you know who suggested that ending who grant morrison wow he was like like what was it mark miller was like i don't know how to end this and he was like well why don't you make it esoteric and make it uh be a time loop and i guess spoilers for the ending of red sun but it's really good. You don't need any of the ending garbage. Like, yeah, you, you I can... really think that it's better if it if you don't like take that ending as like you take it with a grain of salt because it just makes it it does it makes it not matter anymore. Yeah, like personally, it's just an interesting else world. Yeah. So, which for the, for those who don't know, Superman Red Sun is if Superman landed in Russia instead of the U.S. Yeah, during the rise of the Soviet Union. And... Yeah things play out as well as you think it does yep it's really cool for the most part yeah um so but you yeah. guys like invincible yeah is the animation good um, it's animated right yeah it's animated i mean it's good in places there i mean the thing is is like unlike a lot of shows it, the runtime for an average episode is like 45 minutes uh-huh. so sometimes the animation can get budget like sometimes it can it can damn that kind of sucks <laughs> like 45 minutes jesus yeah it, it it goes by pretty like it goes by really quickly 
Like you, you don't even yeah. feel notice the forty five minutes at all. But I'm just saying, like from a production standpoint, oh, no, oh, yeah. forty five minutes of an animation for per a episode. Production standpoint, it's a fucking nightmare for a guy like me. But um. there were there were a lot of points in this where I wanted to text you, Anthony, and say like, "Hey, do you think the animation in uh, Invincible is good?" Because and again, like, like I say, there are moments of Sakuga, yeah. but then there are moments where it definitely is like you guys just had to rush that or you that that was the deadline shot wasn't it because like there are just straight up some shots where like there's this one scene and it's actually a really cool scene where um the invincible himself starts taking flight for the first time there's a really cool like cage elephant song in the background Um, i think it's broken boy and um Like, there are straight-up fucking moments where it just feels like they just took, like, a PNG of the <laughs> character and just moved it around. Yes, yes, I I know what you're talking about. They're, like, it's in the skyline. And yeah. You, just, you see a silhouette, and it's just, like, hovering there. And I was yeah, just like... like it's just like, it's just like him just hovering around, and he's just like... He's and just there's like, this one... he just moved one... it in After Effects or some shit. There's this one scene, and I'm wondering if you noticed it too. They're in a lunchroom, and mm-hmm. like in the background, like the students aren't animated the same way. It looks like the 2004 Spider-Man animated series for the from I MTV. Think I was noticing a couple scenes like that because, like, obviously, like when the there were certain scenes where, where there's just like a fuck ton of people in frame, like they're gonna have some um, CG. But even like I, I noticed like moments where like uh there's this one shot of like duplicate and rexplode like running in frame and i think some of that was cg and it was fairly noticeable yeah but for the most part like basically invincible aesthetically is like this when it look when it looks good it looks pretty good It, it looks pretty decent but when it but then there are moments where you realize, oh, yeah, forty-five minute run time. I gotcha. Yeah. yeah. How many episodes are out? It's like three. Three. But I think there's and more. Is it like out. gonna be weekly or what? I is think so. Done? I I think there's more episodes coming out in April. Okay. Because uh, yeah, like, maybe I'll check it out. Cause like the yeah, season, I... like it's it's all it's about like one season long so far, and I think right. they yeah. are adapting like maybe. I want to say they're going to adapt, like, maybe the first three or four volumes of the comic, from what it seems like. Yeah. Hmm. They got to right. they got to certain points faster than I thought they would. Because, yeah! Like, it really because, did. Yeah, in the comic, like, the first volume, like, it's just basically, it's like Sky High, except yeah, every once in a while, somebody... Yeah, it's setting a lot of things up. Yeah, and eventually like a bomb explodes and like you see guts everywhere but i will like... say though um what am i in the animated series really made me rekindle my love for the mauler twins because they are such fucking goofballs mm. for yeah. those of you who don't know the mauler twins are basically two big beefy meathead looking guys with blue skin but the joke is is that one they are not meatheads they're actually geniuses and they're not brothers. 
they are clones or one of them is a clone, but you never know which one is the clone because they keep arguing over which one is the original and which one is the clone. Yeah. Wow. And it's really fucking funny. It's pretty good. Well, I guess I'll have to see it for myself. Yeah. You should. And uh, I think that's it for this episode. Thank fucking God. (laughs) Thanks for being on, guys. Uh, We'll be back next week, episode 46. With a bunch of talk about Godzilla vs. Kong. Yes. I'm really looking forward to it. <laughs> Alright, I'll have to edit that out too. Anyway. You're uh, just doing his impression of Godzilla's super move. No, I'm doing, my, oh, no, I'm doing my impression of Barney from The Simpsons because I burp exactly like him. I you know, I did it. watch the uh, the fight scene from the original 1963 or 62 uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. Mm-hmm. And oh, I will say that the trailer... Uh, for the new one makes that movie uh, even the trailer makes that movie look really sad so uh, <laughs> you know all I gotta say is that uh, thank you modern technology yep. you're so uh, you're so great we can now make gigantic monkey okay episode <laughs> <Yeah>. over <laughs> Please, can, I, Bye. Can, I, can I go home <laughs> find us on all our social medias and yep. uh, all that stuff below yeah. alright okay. catch you next week thanks for being on guys bye, bye. bye. see ya